the former president's legal team, they're really laying this out broadly. They're saying that the Colorado Supreme Court simply got it wrong when that court ruled to take Donald Trump off the ballot there. And they're asking now the Supreme Court to rule in their favor or else they're warning, as you said, that it will unleash chaos. So on the first page of this 50-page filing, this is what Trump's legal team is writing. They're saying, the court should put a swift and decisive end to these ballot disqualification efforts, which threaten to disenfranchise tens of millions of Americans and which promise to unleash chaos and bedlam if other state courts and state officials follow Colorado's lead and exclude the likely Republican presidential nominee from their ballots. So what we're seeing today from Trump's team is really the opening step for this case to get in motion at the Supreme Court. Trump has filed his brief today. The voters who actually won this in Colorado, they'll file their brief by the end of the month. And then this case will be heard by the high court February 8th. This is very much fast-tracking, a hugely consequential case. It needs to really be decided quickly because these primaries are playing out around the country. Right now, though, all of the decisions that ruled against Trump, they've been paused. So Trump's name, in fact, will appear on the primary ballot, even in Colorado, in Maine. Those are two of the states that have ruled against him. But the Supreme Court really does need to decide this issue very soon to get things settled, just in case, as is potential, that Trump is the Republican nominee and if he needs to appear on that general election ballot in November. So Wolf, Trump's legal team is putting it all before the Supreme Court in their brief. They're saying a number of arguments. They're saying Trump did not engage in insurrection, that this section of the 14th Amendment wouldn't even apply to him anyway. And they're saying overall that this section of the 14th Amendment can't be used to deny Trump access access to the ballot. So Wolf, the justices, the Trump's legal team, they're asking the justices to consider a lot here, a broad array of arguments. We'll see which arguments the nine justices seize onto, but of course, a lot at stake as we are just months away from the general election with primaries happening as we speak. A lot at stake indeed. All right, Jessica Schneider, thanks for that report. Uh, I want to get some analysis right now from our legal and Supreme Court experts at George Conway. What do you make of the arguments of Trump's lawyers? Well, I haven't had the chance to read the brief um, closely. It was just filed within the last hour. But I will say this, that I noticed in the brief that they have moved up the argument, which was pretty much on the back burner previously, that Trump did not engage in an insurrection. And I think the reason why they did that is because the principal legal arguments that they've been relying on, that were relied upon by the dissent in the Colorado Supreme Court, um, was, was that the was that the, 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 the provision doesn't apply to the President of the United States, which is a very, very bad argument, and that, the, that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment is not self-executing, which doesn't make any sense. The text of the statute, text of the amendment doesn't say that. So they're going back to making more of a factual argument that he did not engage in insurrection. And I think what they're going to try to do is to raise the bar as far as high as possible on what it means to engage in an insurrection. Like you have to take up arms or you have to engage in very specific planning. The problem with that is that none of this would have happened but for Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump wanted this to happen. He stood idly by uh, during, during the two or three hours the, the, the Capitol was being ransacked and he, and he precipitated this for weeks on end before that. And I, I, you know, it's going to be a very difficult thing for the Supreme Court if it, you know, if it can't find a legal basis to exclude him from the application of the 14th Amendment on legal grounds, it's going to be equally hard for them to make a binding factual determination on this record that Trump somehow did not engage in insurrection. This is setting the stage for a huge 
legal battle before the Supreme Court. Gloria, does Trump's team have a point, though, right now in arguing that removing him from the 2024 ballot would cause chaos? I uh, would disenfranchise a lot of voters out there. Well, I'm not, they said chaos and bedlam. I'm not sure it would cause bedlam, but I think it would be confusing. Uh, you know, there are, there are states that would do one thing and other states that might do another. And when you're having a national election and you have a, a candidate and he, he could very well be the Republican nominee, uh, you can't be on the ballot in some states and not on the ballot in other states. So what we're looking for is a definitive answer from the Supreme Court, and it ought to come quickly, as Jessica was saying, because the primaries are ongoing. And so we need a definitive, you know, ruling from the court. We certainly do. Joan Biskupic, you're our Supreme Court analyst. You know the Supreme Court. It does not want to get political, as all of us know. But what are the implications of the Supreme Court taking this case on? Well, there are concrete legal issues here. I don't think they're ever going to look at whether Donald Trump engaged in an insurrection. There are threshold legal questions that Trump's lawyers have put out here that the justices need to decide. Number one, is the presidency covered by the phrase officer? The Section 3 of the 14th Amendment says that an officer who has taken an oath to uphold the Constitution and then who engages in an in insurrection should be barred from future office, from holding future office. So there are a couple of very important legal matters that only the Supreme Court can decide. Is the presidency an officer, an official covered by this section? Is it, does it apply only to someone who would hold office, not run for office? That's another argument here. And another one that's front and center in the Trump filing today is whether states have any latitude to change the qualifications. This brief cites a 1995 precedent of the Supreme Court that said that states are not allowed to. Now, this is their filing. It will be countered by the Colorado voters filing. But I would say there are concrete legal issues that the Supreme Court has to decide. And I do not think they will go near the question of whether an Donald Trump engaged in an insurrection. Yeah. And they don't need to. There are, there are other threshold issues here that will all play out. And I think this brief is much more, is, I thought the petition was focused enough that the justices took the case and they needed to take the case, but this brief is fairly focused. And uh, when we hear or, oral arguments on February 8th, it'll be joined by uh, members of the Supreme Court bar who are former law clerks to these justices. So I think we're going to see a very robust argument from both sides. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, George, how do you think this is, what do you expect? How do you think it will play out? I, I honestly can't tell you. I mean, I, do, I think that the, some of these legal arguments are, I, I don't think they're particularly good. And I think they, they I, I think the only reason why anybody would go to these legal arguments, like the, the, the notion that the president uh, presidency, which is referred to as an office 25 times in the Constitution, and that it, it, I don't think it's a it's a really convincing argument to say that that, that this doesn't apply to the president. Um, that said, uh, I, I, I they don't want to go into the right. question of whether or not he engaged in insurrection, even though I think that's actually I don't think it's a strong argument. I think it's the least embarrassing argument in terms of of you know, it, it's faithfulness to the text of the Constitution. 